Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. This is Richard here again, and it is our joy to be coming to you today. Prayer is one of the most excellent means of nourishing the new nature and of causing the souls to flourish and prosper. It is a way to a life of communion with God. Encouragement from Jonathan Edwards Cultivate a habit of communion with God. This will produce that inward peace which will make you superior to your trials. The Wisdom of John Flavel You don't need me to tell you of our tumultuous times. Yet, as the Bible says, we were born and reborn for such a time as this. Fear not what we see around us. Prayer brings us the abundant life promised. Our host, Fred, would love to encourage you to a growing, biblical, dynamic, sincere prayer life. And now, here he is, Fred. Welcome to the Free Range Preacher on Prayer podcast. My name is Fred, and I am the principal of the podcast. You also hear each episode from Richard Durrington. You can find out at the end of the podcast where you can go to get his voiceover services if you would like. But he would be our podcast engineer. All that is kind of F1 talk, which I've become a little enamored with. But most of all, I just want to thank you, Richard, for everything you've taught me and your your fine introductions at the each, at the beginning of each podcast and at the end. We are back today, my beloved brethren, to our extended Ryle, listening again to his exhortations to God's children. This time specifically, he's exhorting God's children who do not pray, not the ones who struggle with prayer, because that is everyone. Everyone struggles at one point or another with prayer, but to those who just don't pray. That's what we're going to talk about. And I love these episodes. I love coming to them because I love the book. His book, A Call to Prayer by J.C. Ryle, and that's a plug. You should read it. You can find it in various forms uh, anywhere, and it's not very expensive in iBooks. And you can probably even find it that, you know, for, your, for your Kindle if you use that. But I love the book, and I also love the eternal Word of God, the fealty of God revealing Himself truthfully in His Word, and the great and wonderful encouragement we get as we understand and gain in our understanding about prayer. And we've done that all through, prayerfully, we've done that all through J.C. Ryle and our look at his call to prayer. And his help to me is actually beyond all measure, and my soul greatly comforted by these words from J.C. Ryle. Holy God, give us more insight into your word through your servant, who even now serves us as he served in this life from heaven through his words. Help us grow in our prayer lives and honor you more and more in our prayer lives from day to day. Let us take this warning from J.C. Ryle seriously and seek thee every day in every event. We pray it in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Come and commune with us. Teach us of you yourself through our prayers. Amen. Now we're going to begin with J.C. Ryle, and I'm not very good rubbish, as the British would say, at these, quote, 
and unquote things, but we'll give it a try again today. So we begin with J.C. Ryle, quote, I warn you that of all professing Christians, you are the most utterly without excuse. There is not a single good reason that you can show for living without prayer. And again, that introduces to us who he's talking to, Christians who do not pray. And we have mentioned on this show quickly again before, that would be end quote after the prayer. But we have mentioned before that our new inner man, when we're born again, we become a new creation. And that new inner man longs in our truest sense to talk to our creator and redeemer. Back to Ryle, quote, it is useless to say you know not how to pray. Prayer is the simplest act in all religion. It is simply speaking to God. It needs neither learning, nor wisdom, nor book knowledge to begin it. It needs nothing but heart and will. The weakest infant can cry when he is hungry. The poorest beggar can hold out his hand for alms, and does not wait to find fine words. The most ignorant man will find something to say to God if he has only a mind. End quote. In our podcast, our earliest principles are prayer is simply talking to God. Two things in what Ryle said point to that, those simple truths. You will never develop a friendship, even human friendships, if we don't communicate with the other person. And we will never have that soul-satisfying friendship, communion with our Holy Father, if we do not start. Back to Ryle. Quote, it is useless to say you have no convenient place to pray. Any man can find a place private enough if he is disposed. Our Lord prayed on a mountain, Peter on the housetop, Isaac in the field, Nathaniel under a fig tree, Jonah in the whale's belly. Any place may become a closet, an oratory, and a Bethel, and be to us the presence of God. He is everywhere all the time. All we have to do is seek him. End quote. He is there all the time, everywhere. That's a closet, an oratory, and a Bethel, a, pl a place of peace. As we have said also before, prayer begins with the discipline. We come to it by faith. And later, as we pray and pray again, we move from those awkward, uncomfortable times when we're talking to the Father. And they become a place even in the belly of a fish, God hears us. We have a place in his presence, and we have an audience with our Savior. Practice and diligence in our prayers help us to grow so that we find all types of closets. And as we pray and move from a discipline to a battle, to a place of peace, as we come into God's presence, our halting prayers become a flow of our hearts to our God, again, in that place of peace. Dr. Ryle, quote, it is useless to say you have no time. There is plenty of time, if men will employ it. Time may be short, but time is always long enough for prayer. Daniel had the affairs of a kingdom on his hands, yet he prayed three times a day. David was a ruler over a mighty nation, and yet he says, evening and morning and at noon I pray. That's Psalm fifty-five, seventeen. if you didn't know. When time is really wanted, time can be found, unquote. 
This is me again. Believe it or not, with our dedication to prayer and to God, there will be some experiences that we have and some experiences that we are in in our dynamic relationship with Him that a whole day won't feel like a long enough time, but there will be times you will take a whole day just to talk to your Savior. There will be need sometimes for that whole day. Back to Ryle, quote, It is useless to say that you cannot pray till you have faith and a new heart, and that you must sit still and wait for them. That's to unbelievers who are, he urged before to pray for salvation. But for the Christian, this is still the truth. This is to add sin to sin. It is bad enough to be unconverted and going to hell. It is even worse to say, I know it, that's the state of your soul, unconverted or even converted longing for Jesus, but will not cry for mercy. This is a kind of argument for which there is no warrant in Scripture. Not praying, by the way, that is what he's talking about. And then he goes back, Call ye upon the Lord, saith Isaiah, while he is near, Isaiah 55, 6. Take with you words and turn unto the Lord, says Hosea, in Hosea 14, 1. Repent and pray, says Peter to Simon Magnus, that's in Acts 22. If you want faith and a new heart, or to know, we would say, abundant life if you are saved, end quote or the longing of your soul to know him better and to get closer to God. Back to the quote, quote, Go and cry to the Lord for them. The very attempt to pray has often been the quickening of a dead soul. And that is a sorrowful soul for us Christians. The Bible calls us to start. No biblical reason that we have to hold back. No character said, Bible character said why. They just sought the Lord and in their own way, looked to be in the presence, even in the cleft of the rock, knowing a little of his glory than not knowing his glory. Now that is our eternal life, and knowing him. And prayer, as we have said before, opens up that door. Back to Ryle. We read this the last time, but we are appealing now again to Christians who struggle in prayer. Quote, Tell him that you have heard that he receives sinners. And has said, Him that cometh unto me, I will in no wise cast out. Tell him that you are a poor and vile sinner, and that you come to him on the faith of his own invitation. Apply this for a lifetime, no matter how you feel, even if you fail, even if you know you have grieved the Holy Spirit beyond all human capacity to forgive. Remember, he is not human, and his compassion and forgiveness never fails. Tell him you put yourself wholly and entirely in his hands, that you feel vile and helpless and hopeless in yourself. End quote. Because we are all those things, helpless and hopeless and vile by ourselves. Back to Ryle, quote, and that except he saves you, you have no hope of being saved at all. Beseech him to deliver you from guilt, the power and the consequences of sin. Beseech him to pardon you and wash you in his own blood. In some circles, you might get the feel of salvation messages that once you believe, you will never be brokenhearted again. Forget that. Your heart will feel more broken at times than you ever did in the land of the walking dead. 
a flesh with nothing alive inside. All our Christian lives, we are vile and helpless and hopeless in yourself. End quote. Going on with Ryle, quote, Beseech him to give you a new heart and plant the Holy Spirit in your soul. Beseech him to give you grace and faith and will and power to be his disciple and servant from this day forward. O reader, go this very day. Tell these things to the Lord Jesus Christ, if you are really in earnest about your soul. Our earnest over our soul grows increasingly strong as we grow and understand how much sin our flesh craves and tempts us to. End quote. We may hear, my brethren, in episodes to come, again, how to begin our journey, our perspective on growing, the biblical nature of prayer, the dynamic nature of our relationship with Him, and that it results in soul-satisfying, God-glorifying communion with the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. It is His will. Back to Ryle to finish. Quote, to the prayerless Christian, these words are true until we are called to our haven of rest. End quote. And then we begin, or we end with this last exhortation from our teacher, Ryle. Wait not because you feel unworthy. Wait for nothing. Wait for nobody. Waiting comes from the devil. Just as you are, go to Christ. The worse you are, the, the worse you are, the more need you have to apply to him. You will never mend yourself by staying away. End quote. Thank you, Jesus. Heavenly Father, move your people to pray, to talk to you. Move, Holy Spirit, I pray. My words are weak and feeble. Ryle's words, words are strong and powerful in his passion, Lord Jesus. But even none of these, without your work, Holy Spirit, will lead your people to pray. So lead your people to pray. Keep me praying every day. It will be glory to be in your presence with J.C. Ryle. Until that day, help me to keep praying and encourage your people all around the world to pray. Thank you, Jesus. We submit this time to you for your glory. Amen. Thank you all for listening. My brethren, we are commended to our God who says, Come to me, all you who are weary and heavy laden, and I will give you rest. And in another place, he says, But know that the Lord has set apart the godly man for himself. The Lord hears when I call to him. And later in that psalm, Thou hast put gladness in my heart more than when their grain and new wine abound. In peace I will both lie down and sleep, for thou alone, O Lord, dost make me dwell in safety. In our growing, brethren, knowledge of the Holy God, let's pray for one another. Amen. As always, thank you for listening. We look forward to hearing from you at www.frponprayer.com or freerangeprayer at gmail.com. And for all your voiceover needs, go to richarddurrington.com or durringtonr at gmail.com. Keep your dial here for our next episode. And if you have a dial, you just might need an upgrade. 
For Fred and I, have yourself a prayerfully fun-filled day.